I am Andres Lopera and I am the new music director of the Richmond Symphony Orchestra. From Civic Spark Media and the Western Way News in Wayne County, Indiana, I'm Kate Jetmore. As a native of Richmond, Indiana, and longtime host of the Listen podcast, I'm excited to be sitting down with some of our neighbors and listening to the stories that define our community. My guest today is Andres Lopera. A native of Colombia, he's considered one of the leading Latin American conductors working in the U.S. today. Lopera is based in Columbus, Ohio, where he's currently serving in his third season as associate conductor of the Columbus Symphony and music director of Columbus Youth Symphony Orchestra. After a lengthy search process, Lopera recently entered a three-year contract as the Richmond Symphony Orchestra's fourth-ever music director. Welcome, Andres. I'm so happy that you could join me on the show today. Thank you so much for inviting me. You and I have something in common, which is that we both live in countries that are not the countries where we were born. And in our day to day, we navigate the world in a language that's not our mother tongue. I'm curious to know if you see music as a language. Um, yes. Um, in fact, uh, people always say that music is the international language. Is a, is a way that we all can communicate. It's one of the most beautiful things about music, um, especially since we all have, in the Western music, we have all the same 12 sounds. Um, in different other different cultures, mostly in Asia, they have a different type of sound structure, but um, through all of these sounds, um, we communicate and we create beautiful harmonies and melodies that um, they connect us together. And that's one of the most beautiful things that um, allowed me to be here in the United States making music. The fact that it's a language that I could learn in Colombia, the fact that it's something that we all connect as humans, uh, it gives you uh, this, this amazing way of that regardless of your language and regardless of like your background, your financial background, your anything, your religions, anything, anything that you can put into the equation. If you can play music, if you can connect with those 12 sounds of the chromatic scale, if you do that and, and bring it to the lens of what the composer brought and the music that we want to achieve, everybody is welcome. What about language learning? I assume that you began your music studies before you began your English studies. Did your music studies help you as you were learning English? Unfortunately, I don't think those two are connected. Mm, okay. um, it's, it's very different when you're learning uh, music than when you learn a, a, a second language. Uh, okay. Okay. They are they are similar learning paths in in ways that you can construct phrases in music and the, in ways that you there's similar things but there's no past tense in music there's no there's no no it's just it's just <laughs> it's just not not it. Yeah 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 I can see that. Let's talk about the search process, which you participated in over the last year, which led you to being hired as the new music director for the Richmond Symphony Orchestra. 
What were some of the elements that you prepared and brought to that process? Well, it was very excited, exciting to uh, be invited um, to as one of the final candidates for the position. Definitely, um, that was very exciting to have the opportunity. Um, and then after this, um, when I learned that I was uh, the last candidate, that it was closing the concert, um, in my criteria for preparing the concert that I was um, to perform with the orchestra, I really wanted to highlight the orchestra and uh, and the strengths of 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 the group, uh, and that's why I decided to uh, program Scheherazade, which is a beautiful piece of music that um, basically has solos all throughout the orchestra, plus a huge uh, concertmaster solo. So I really wanted to celebrate uh, the orchestra with its community and, 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 and learn and from the musicians of the orchestra while letting them shine into performing these beautiful solos and this beautiful music. Then um, constructing backwards from that came um, to, I wanted to share a little bit of my heritage. Um, and that's why we started with uh, Las Cuatro Dances from La Estancia, Four Dances from La Estancia by Ginastera, um, uh, who is an Argentinian composer. Um, and it comes through like the lineage of European music. Um, and it's very energetic for little dances which is also very exciting because uh, the first piece, while being four dances, there are like little snippets that people can just go into this, into that, into that, into that, which sometimes is uh, easier than getting to like a 40 minutes of music and being able to follow the journey. So I wanted to give everybody like that space to uh, kind of like learn different uh, ideas and things that happen with the orchestra which took me to the next piece, which uh, is um, Manuel de Falla, uh, Nights in the Gardens of Spain, where you are at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and Manuel de Falla um, wrote this piece, um, and it's one of the most beautiful piano pieces, but it's very underperformed. A lot of people don't know it very well, so um, I got in contact with Norman Krieger, the head of the piano faculty from um, Bloomington, Indiana, Jacobs School of Music, um, and and we agreed that he wanted to perform the piece. He was very excited about it. And Manuel de Falla in this specific piece um, takes this sort of Arabian type of uh, Middle Eastern type of um, a- approach to the sound, which is um, which connects very much with the sound that we are performing in Scheherazade. Uh, which is from the Arabian Nights. And so it was a very tight uh, and very purposeful program that um, I wanted to present. Um, And I think the community was very excited with everything that we did. Um, I was very excited to present it. Um, And yeah, that's how how it came, like the whole preparation and then to come out to a terrific concert. I, I thought it was very exciting. Mm-hmm. Well, I certainly heard many positive things about it. Your career has led you to perform all over the United States, of course, uh, but also in your home country of Colombia. 
and throughout Central and South America. I'd love to know what similarities and differences you've noticed in the audiences in each of those unique areas of the world. And even to go one step beyond that, what sets the audiences in our community apart? And what I have uh, learned from traveling around the world and getting to know different audiences and different orchestras, uh, what is beautiful and humbling about that is how we all as humans can resonate with a tune, regardless of anywhere where you are. Uh, some of these composers, the, the well-known composers who have uh, passed the taste of time, you know, that have kept being there, uh, it is really inspiring to uh, see how, how people are overtaken by emotions or like uh, connecting to the music. Um, I also, is very interesting to understand how every orchestra, at least from my point of view, you need to tailor to your community. And I always have seen the, the orchestra as what we are. We are a nonprofit organization that is on serve of the community. We serve the community with the music that we present. So for me, uh, what I'm looking forward in Richmond is to like get to know more the community and, and, and invite them to, to our concerts. Uh, and so we can make also very direct, very intentional concerts that, that will reflect uh, what the experience of being in Richmond is like, what all of these things that we can provide to and, and on the other side, just to like have these journeys around the world that we can create through music. So, um, mm. so is, is, is not only audiences, but like it's understanding music like as a, a, a live entity um, and how it connects us as humans. Mm-hmm. It, it sort of sounds like you're saying, I want to focus on the community, which is almost like a, you know, like a microscope or a magnifying glass, but also let's all take a step back and take like a bird's eye view of the world and learn about different cultures and different traditions. Absolutely. Uh, that is the, that is what is very privileged about my position. And uh, my job is to bring music and excited music to the community and to also take a look around the world what is more impactful what does the what are the needs of the community that they should be learning or or what uh, other things uh, can we expose people to keep developing uh, the art form the recognition for 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 music and is it's a need we all need music is part of, of our lives. Orchestral music or not orchestral music. I don't cl- call it classical music because classical is not just classic. It's not something that is classy or something that is kind of like too far from reality. I, I just call it orchestral music because it's a music played by the orchestra, as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, and is in the community is for the community also to like come and and celebrate the music that we create. Mm. What do you think it is about music that we need? We need everything in regards to music because it's something that we live through it. 
you can say that probably you're not the best singer, but every time that you speak, uh, some sounds come of your of your of your mind and they have an organization you will recognize in in the inner parts of your brain the beautiful melodies that like make you excited when you were a kid when you when you were in a or like or a sound that got you uh, excited or scared um is 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 a is the world of sounds um and how we organize those sounds then become music. Uh, but the rhythm is in your body, is in a, how can you walk? You keep your own rhythm. Your heart palpitations is all your rhythm. The way that you breathe, the way to, everything is all of the principles of what we do in the orchestra, what we create while creating music are in everybody's life. So when we connect those two, and as I always say, my invitation is to come to the world of sounds. We live in such a visual world that is sometimes difficult to detach from that world and come to a purely sound uh, space. But yeah, to connect those parts is very exciting. Hmm. Let's talk for a minute about the future. What new initiatives are you excited to bring to Wayne County as the new music director of the Richmond Symphony Orchestra? So there are a lot of uh, ideas that we're trying to implement, uh, budget permits, <laughs> uh, into what we want to create, but definitely like into going to some specifics. And uh, I'm looking to uh, probably do a movie with the soundtrack being performed by the orchestra. Uh, trying to, uh, we're working on, on seeing what is possibilities of commissioning works, especially um, with the rich um, history of Richmond, Indiana, um, that has all of the Yanet uh, Records uh, company um, and the pianos. It's, there's so much that can be celebrated. So, uh, so maybe, uh, to do a commission or two um, and perhaps seeing what can we do to bring opera and mm. um, to do a, a pro, an opera production with the orchestra. So we're, we're seeing how can we focus our efforts in a different strategy for each one of the three seasons that I'm um, currently um, as the music director. So it's going to be, it's going to be very excited. I, 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 I am thrilled and excited about this. I, I cannot wait to, uh, I, I, we're going to have a good time and, and we want you all to come and, and enjoy all of this with us. Well, I'm excited just listening to you talk about it. And, you know, I'm sure you've been told that there's also a deep history of opera in Wayne County as well from the Whitewater Opera Company, which I remember um, going to see when I was a little girl and even performing with when I was a little girl. Um, but can we go back to your uh, what you were saying about a movie? Are you talking about projecting a movie that is already made, but the orchestra is playing the soundtrack live? Exactly. Okay. Okay. Exactly. That's the, that has been happening with many different orchestras around the United States mm -hmm. um, and looking into the programming of what has been done for the last couple of years 
with the Richmond Symphony Orchestra. I don't think that that has ever been done. And I think it's something that it, it will be excited for the community. Yeah. Uh, we are uh, looking into some uh, very exciting possibilities. Again, this um, this this cost this costs money. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we we I think the the community has also rallied behind the orchestra a lot. Um, this season, this last season, particularly in the search for the new music director, uh, and I think now that I'm here, now that this is exciting, we want to create keep creating this excitement, and I think this would be a great initiative. To, uh, to bring uh, all of these different concepts, as I was telling you earlier, that are happening around the world that might not be known necessarily in Richmond uh, at the moment and that we can incorporate. Uh, and I, will, I, I look forward to doing something like that if possible. Uh, it sounds terrific. I, Andres, I want to thank you so much for joining me today, for taking the time to sit down with me. I really enjoyed our conversation, and I want to wish, wish you all the best in your new position. Uh, thank you so very much. It's, have, it's, it's been a pleasure uh, to get to, to meet you, and, and, and thank you for giving me the opportunity to, through your podcast, to reach out to everybody and all the listeners. Please... Uh, come to your Richmond Symphony Orchestra and know that everybody's welcome. Thank you, Andres. For more information, visit our website at westernwaynews.com. I'm Kate Jetmore, and I'll see you next time.